The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. The opinions expressed in the Rough House podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the WWE, Lucha Underground, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, GFW, are they even still a thing? MCW Pro Wrestling, CZW, Nads Flappy Sack, Marvel Studios, Kellogg's, Frisky's Cat Food, Ted Turner, Jameson Irish Whiskey, Fruit of the Loom, Hershey's, Samsung, Amblin Entertainment, Groundskeeper Willie, or the cast and crew of The Walking Dead. Since the dawn of mankind, those in professional wrestling have turned to the Pro Wrestling Podcast to gain insight into how to do their jobs, how to create angles, develop new characters, and create fiery feuds with which to capture an audience's attention. What better group of individuals than basement dwellers on internet-purchased microphones to guide the hand of a multi-million dollar industry? We're proud to present one such podcast, courtesy of the Realm Network, here at the Rough House, where black people and white people watch wrestling. And Hispanic people, too. And all people. Hey, Chris, hey. right at the top of the episode, hey, got to ask you, how's that butthole? <laughs> it is in a world of hurt right now. Uh, it feels like it just got put through. Um, remember that match Pentagon and Vampiro had at the Ultima Lucha Uno? You know what? I don't, but luckily I could watch it on Netflix to refresh myself, which we'll talk about today. That was the one with a lot of uh, light tubes and violence and and, and all, all kinds of craziness. That's how my butthole feels today. Uh, it is it is not happy. Luckily, I have a nice padded chair that I'm sitting in right now that's helping cushion my cushion. Um, we ate a lot of wings yesterday, buddy. Yeah, and you know where we ate it? We ate it at Buffalo Wild Wings, being that we're not beholden to a sponsorship at all, right. so I have to pretend to really enjoy certain products on the air just because I'm catching a fucking check. I don't have to do that here in the rough house. Let me tell you what. Buffalo Wild Wings is the attitude era of wing era, of wing restaurants because you remember it being better than it yeah. is. All right. It's a lot of choppy, choppy PP. It's a lot of bullshit that you look back on like, oh, man, if we can only get back to those days. You know what? The Attitude Era was filled with a ton of dorky shit with moments of greatness. Mm-hmm. Uh, Buffalo Wild Wings is is a goddamn slop trough. It sucks. <laughs> the one we went to is shit. It's going to be years before I go to another Buffalo Wild Why Wings. Why did you choose that one? I'm curious. Because I've been to better. I've been to them before. Because there's one the like two one minutes from my place. And I was like, okay, I'll drive the Ricers Town for you. <laughs> I didn't know there was one near from your there's place. There's one in White Marsh really Mall, one near yeah. Your place? Oh, oh, it was a white. Oh, fuck that! I ain't going to White Marsh Mall. Uh, uh-uh. uh, no, no, no. That, that's I'll tell you what. Uh, just between you, me, and this potted plant over here, that's an improperly named mall. Uh, I am not going to be going not over there. Bad, bad. It sucks, and it was on a weekend, on a Saturday, and it's raining, so people want to be out and about. Fuck that noise! I picked the perfect one for attendance, the worst one for quality of food. I had summer ray behind the counter. <laughs> Uh, I'm not going to say bar because it was a counter. Bars serve alcohol. This was a countertop that someone told her uh, when they ask for a double, give someone half a shot with as much goddamn Pepsi as you can put in there. I was doing trying to do double rum and diet. You're going hard in that brief hour and a half we were together. I drank enough to where I should have had to have taken a nap 
before I left in my car. And I left there ready to talk to a cop while taking the SATs. I was so clear-headed. That bitch behind the bar couldn't serve a drink if you held a bolt-action rifle to her fake tits. That was the shittiest batch of drinks I think I've had. And did she have a bit the, of the Dixie eye, or did I did I miss uh, did I miss? Oh, see she that? had. Oh, she had the HB Lizzle eye. Yeah, the HB Lazy. <laughs> HB mm-hmm. Lazy. <laughs> HB Lazy. That shitty eyeball. Yeah, she had the 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 personality of a goddamn stump. She had the yeah. ability to pour a drink of a stump, and our the, them our wings tasted like stumps. It was not. Good. Now I don't recall her name, but if you had to guess what her name was, what do you think it would be? Brianne. <laughs> it was definitely Brianne. It was definitely two two uh, two words together, like a Stacy Lynn or something like that. It was a Stacy Lynn or a Summer Ray or a you know Lou Lisa Lisa. Fuck her is all I'm trying to say. Her drinks were terrible. <laughs> and you know what's weird is that did you slice any of your uh, boneless wings in half? Uh, one or two of them, yeah. Okay. And you know what? If anybody out there is going to start fucking throwing shade at us for eating boneless wings, I'm 38, going to be 39 at some point. I don't give a shit what I eat. I don't have anything to prove to anybody. I can eat my wings with a fork, and I can drink the girliest goddamn drinks I want to. I've done enough. You can suck my ass. All right? So I slice this boneless wing in half, yeah. and I look inside, and it's like a cubed it's a perfectly meat perfectly cut piece of cubed chicken. Chicken. And I'm like, these are all like, it's a weird cube blockish Lego, yeah. like a Duplo block of chicken with this odd breading on the outside that's barely clinging to it. Uh-huh. So when I sliced it, like the the breading would fall away. Mm-hmm. It was it was not good. And I, I, I don't think I'm going to be back to a Buffalo Wild Wings for a long time. It had been a while since I've been to one. The only redeeming thing, I think, the sauces were, the sauces are good. I like the sauces there. That's that's their only redeeming factor, if there were to be one. I went I went super hard on the garlic yesterday. I went I did a split Parmesan garlic and spicy garlic because I just I did uh, I did hate teriyaki around me like my women uh-huh. and I did um, you did the Asian zing right like my women yeah. I did two <laughs> did. Asian flavors you did. I noticed that. I did two Asian flavors and Chris did two garlic flavors. So uh, you double you double reeked of garlic mm-hmm. and I doubled down on my sexual proclivities via my wings. I even have to interject my sexual preferences on my wings. We spent twenty minutes talking about Oscar. So yeah, it kind of was perfect. Her tragically Asian Instagram, which we should talk about. And you'll notice you'll notice a change of form. I ordered blue cheese yesterday as opposed to ranch. And you know what I what I did that, and I'll tell you why. Because I've been recently going to Mother's um, Peninsula Grill uh-huh. on Ritchie, and they have unreal good boneless mm-hmm. wings, and their blue cheese is superb. Is it house made? It's house made, yeah. and there's chunks of stuff. It's kind way. of mild. It's really good. That that rhinoceros cum we got served yesterday. <laughs> the minute that I placed it in my mouth, I'm like, this is horrible nope. this is this is the reason i don't like blue cheese this cup of barf here in front of it me. wasn't blue cheesy enough not even close to being blue cheesy enough for me and i'm a i'm a blue cheese connoisseur uh it was it was very uh 
heavy on the mayo, less on the on the blue cheese. There was no like, you know, if you want a good blue cheese, put a little Worcestershire in that. Give it a little a little a little kick, a little something, a little tang, a little flavor. This had nothing. This just it's got to taste like the underside of Mabel's titty type of now dank or cheesiness. when when he was Mabel. <laughs> When he was in Men on a Mission. Okay, not now. Not when he was visceral. Not when he's dead. All right. <laughs> not now. That's too tangy of a blue cheese. That's too, that's that's a, too that's blue. A, that's black and blue cheese. I don't want any of that. Oh, I love a good black I and like blue burger, I like the stuff though. that... Mm. Ugh, mm. God, I can't do... Too much blue cheese for no. me. Too much blue cheese. That stuff we had yesterday was just terrible mayonnaise. It tasted like the stuff <laughs> that someone licked off the women's NXT title. It was horrible. Yes. I'm like, oh man, could you do you mind compliments to Chef Lex Steele in the back, fresh from his body and onto my wings. This tastes like low. I'll tell you what, we were talking about the bartender. She was a friggin' 10 out of 10 compared to the manager though. Oh, did I see? Yeah, you saw the manager. The manager. She looking like a man. She was uh she was she was short. She looked like she, um, you know, came from Back River. Not born, but just came oh, from Back River. Um, like she went to school with Brett. She, <laughs> yeah, yeah. She was on his debate team. Crocodiles or alligators? What say you, Bray? Right. If if she were Paige, Bray was um, Brad Maddox. In in this okay. situation, yeah, she was. Ooh, uh, ooh. Man. Yeah, what about the maitre d' on the way out, by the way? All right, that, that that Christian missionary on the way out of the restaurant, <laughs> may you have a blessed have day. A blessed Bitch, day. leave Christ out of this. I'm eating wings, man. I don't need the good Lord's. He has nothing to do with this right now. By the way, uh, <laughs> he's forsaken your kitchen, okay? He's forsaken your <laughs> shitty kitchen. Be a, being what's happening to my friend's butthole yeah. and my stomach and those garbage wings, God, he's turned his back on this restaurant. I'll tell you who disagrees with you, though. That was the person in the waiting area at the beginning of the restaurant Jesus. eating wings out of a to-go box. <laughs> Just sitting there Someone eating wings. Someone on the way out of there could, got to-go wings, <laughs> and they couldn't wait to eat them. So they got the wings, walked eight feet to a bench uh -huh. in the waiting area, uh -huh. and just proceeded to slop these things back. Oh my god! With with reckless abandon. Like, oh, I, I got Summer Rae serving me up water. I've got you know uh, Miss Cleo tapping into the spirits on the way out of there. You know, giving me the sign of the cross. And I got this lady over here getting her best Bastion booger on. Just can't <laughs> wait to finish that cup of pudding before she starts her match. Like this was this I fucked this up I fucked this up bad that's this is a shit decision you know on my what? part it, I, we should have gone to Bateman's or something probably but you know what it was a, it was good seeing you spending some uh, spending some QT together I I missed you I missed you in person it was nice getting to see you yesterday it was very very nice and I wish we could do it more often as do I we had some nice strong embraces that lasted mm -hmm. probably a little too long for the people uh, around us but hey who gives a shit what about the guy playing trivia at the bar dude was that super was playing by trivia. himself. And was pounding his fist on the bar, almost knocking loose. Not sure if you saw it. His little cochlear ear electronic uh, battery pack implant well, thing. Vince, Vince was in the back feeding him answers. <laughs> oh, he was. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Yes. The answer is Police Academy 3. Police Academy 3. He was 2, damn it, pounds it. Well, we would have known and that. We would have known. You would have known Police that. Academy I might involved. have known that. You, what, you, you may we, have known we had a lot of great conversations today, which I said, you know what, we should we should save these for the the, the podcast today. And one that we we brought up briefly, and I noticed when you came in 
just like a fucking Lucha Underground billboard. God damn, you had <laughs> you had the Pentagon shirt on, you had the Lucha hoodie on. Yeah. Um you you saved us a table for two under the name DeJoseph up front. <laughs> I was like, this man is in it to win it. And we started talking about <sighs> what looks to be the writing on the wall if you read the tea leaves. It doesn't sound like Lucha's coming back. No official statements been made. No, no this nothing. is all rumor and conjecture at this point. But a <clears throat> lot of silence. Silence speaks louder than words sometimes. And you're hearing the rumors of a lot of Lucha talent taking a lot of bookings throughout the year. Yeah. Beyond and elsewhere. And big talent, too. Main players on Lucha Underground leading us to believe that Lucha Underground... Uh, might have topped out at three seasons. It, it's possible. There, there. Like you said, there's been no announcement for um, season four to tape. It was supposed to begin taping this fall, and obviously, it's only April. There's still time to get these things in order. Um, but they've been kind of silent. You know, we don't know if it's if it's a money thing, if it's um, the relationship with AAA, if it's you know there was a, a big exodus of talent from AAA, which is a feeder. Uh, a partnership with Lucha Underground for the talent. So your Pentagon Jr., your Phoenix, um, I think Dragon Azteca Jr. and Daga, and maybe like one or two other left AAA to go join the Crash promotion in Mexico, which is run by Conan. Um, and they're like, you know, butting heads. And apparently Pentagon had a meeting with the son of the guy who used to run AAA because the old, like the Vince McMahon of AAA died uh this past month so now like the shane mcmahon has taken over um but he was already announced the the shane mcmahon guy dorian rolden or something like that i think his name is um he was already announced as like one of the main guys in AAA, kind of putting things in place because they knew the writing was on the wall for the old guy to to croak so apparently pentagon had a meeting with them i don't know what happened with the meeting or or where they stand um, but there's been a lot of a lot of stuff going on. Pentagon's booking the hell out of himself. He just did House of Hardcore last night in Philly, uh, Tommy Dreamer's promotion, um, which I didn't realize was last night until I saw it all on Twitter, and I was upset at myself for not going up to Philly to see that show because the Broken Hardys were there in in character because uh, Vince and Trips led them keep their bookings um, after returning at WrestleMania, and there was there I think Sammy Callahan fought pentagon last night which i hear was a brutal match anyway back to lucha um there was also news that came out this week of a kind of partnership being in the works between triple a and impact so who who the hell knows but it would be a sort of thing where the lucha underground talent could go to impact but not as the character they were in Lucha Underground. It's all yeah, very would be confusing. Ricochet. Yeah. Pentagon could be whatever fat Mexican guy he is underneath of that ninja hood. Uh, Bengala would go out as a dog. You know, who knows? Oh, Bengala. I miss Bengala so much. And, uh, you know, I, and this was something, again, this is from the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. So take that with a grain of salt the size of a fucking avocado. Mm. All right. Um, because I'm more... I'm more Pritchard than Melzer when it comes to the, the quality of accuracy when it comes to that dude. Just not Russo. Um, uh, no, fuck no. God, no. Yeah, I'm, I just ignore God. It's so, I love being on the Realm Network. I love it. And thank you for having us on the Realm Network. And thank you to everyone that subscribes to our Patreon. All right? I'm never interviewing him. So don't anybody ask. I don't want to watch his shitty promotion. Bro. Did you? 
Dude, bro. I don't want to. There's a fucking there's there's interview bro counter meters on a lot of interviews with uh-huh. him now, where they just like literally there's a thing that dings yeah. in the corner how many bros that he has. But yes, I know we're on the same podcast network as Vince Russo. I would rather interview this box of cat shit ten feet to my left. <laughs> just I, I bet I'll get better insight than talking to him. Um, but one of the things that I was reading. Through uh, Sportskedia, Wrestling Observer Newsletter, that one of the reasons that we've had this hiatus with the possibility or no possibility, we'll see what the year holds for season four tapings. We are in the middle of a break, right? We're yes. still getting more of season three this summer. The end of May, that, I believe it comes back. That uh, the thing the last time they had was that uh, that death match between Aztec, uh, Aztec Jr. Matanza was um, mm. there's apparently a ton of backstage unrest. Rumors in innuendo that they're under contract, these talents, but there's not any taping, <clears throat> right. so they're kind of, you know, um, if they're off the radar, you know, yeah. uh, they're not working, they're not making money. If they're not in the public eye, they're being forgotten about. So a lot of people backstage are a little upset, but the talent, uh, allegedly, that there's no news moving forward, so they want out, they want to move on, they want to go to AAA, they want to go to Impact, they want right. to go to Japan, they want to go anywhere where they can work and ply their trade and make a check and not have to wait on the next thing for El Rey to do. Right. Now, we were talking about this yesterday when we were hanging out, that they have the old episodes now available on Netflix. Yeah, the first two seasons. And I was thinking how incredible it would be, how, how Lucha has gone and rewritten the rule book yeah. on... Uh, they, they are WWE and Impact are professional wrestling. They are sports entertainment and lucha. It's just so goddamn over the top. Right. It's bananas. So <clears throat> if there was ever something to be defined as sports entertainment as lucha, if Netflix were to pick them up and to produce new episodes, a la Fuller House, a la um, uh, what was some of the other ones that they did? What like um, the ones they brought back or just Arrested Development? Yeah, other shows that they brought back. Mm-hmm. If they brought back lucha. Could you imagine what a Lucha Underground Netflix season would look like? Oh, my gosh. Where they take the chains off fully. I mean, fully. Yeah, there aren't many two chains on them now, but damn. There's very few on them now. Right. But imagine nudity and violence and, like, actual violence, deaths, for real deaths. Um not like actually a person dying, but imagine instead of having Pentagon Jr. snap an arm, he snaps a neck and kills something. Yeah. And it could be, obviously, this would be, if you thought kayfabe was dead, this is them nuking the ashes. Oh, yeah. But I think it could be highly entertaining. It absolutely Now, the could. cornets of the world would want to slit their throats and hang themselves from a, uh, from a, a ceiling fan. But it would be, I think it would be a very entertaining product. Now, it would forever, to me, pull them away from professional wrestling. <clears throat> but I'll be damned if I wouldn't watch the shit out of it. Well, and, and that's always been their thing. They're not a pro wrestling show. They're they're a, a TV show centered around a wrestling organization. So the story is number one to them. It always has been. That's why they've been building this, you know, some of these arcs for the whole three seasons they've been going on. And with Matanza and, and stuff like that. Sure, it, sure, wrestling matches happen in each episode. 
But that that just is kind of a, a point to advance the plot to the next storyline or the next point of the story. And that's always been their focus. So if you give them the free platform of Netflix, who is just handing out money, by the way, just to, like you, you said this before, to whomever. Um, here's millions of dollars. Go make your whatever. You know, everybody's doing their own. They got stand-up stuff on there. They've got all this original content coming to the show. Scorsese's doing a Netflix original movie that you mentioned to me yesterday. I don't even think I knew about, but oh, dude, the Irishman, yeah, with, uh, with De Niro and Pacino, and it's going to be his most violent uh, mobster hitman film ever that he's always been wanting to make. Other studios wouldn't make it for him because of how brutal it is. And Netflix was like, here's the Brinks truck. Check back in a year and we'll put it on. Yeah, because Netflix is making a ridiculous amount of money monthly. They have all these – they have like 100 million um, subscribers. or They have a ridiculous amount of subscribers worldwide. And at $10 a month each, that's a shit ton of money coming in each month. And that's why Netflix is investing all this money into original content to gain more people and stuff like that. So – and you know, we were like we were saying yesterday. We're not sure how many people have been watching Lucha on Netflix. They don't release any kind of viewership numbers. But you know, just from what people I I read on Twitter and people reaching out saying that they're finally getting into Netflix and or Lucha on Netflix and they're finally seeing everything we've been talking about. That it's just um, seems to be a decent amount. I don't know if it's an amazing amount, but to just let them go and do their thing. They have the money. You know, and I think maybe it would be a, a, a smart financial decision for Burnett and Rodriguez and company because it hasn't been making money the way they've been doing it, and it costs a lot of money to operate. So money is always key number one in anything in life and world and everything. So if you've got a company that's just dishing out all kinds of cash, and that's what you need to continue, strike up a conversation, man. You, you've already gotten there some, some way with having the first two seasons on there. Maybe... Maybe just just sell the whole thing off and and you know maybe get some kind of royalty from it. I don't know what the hell their kind of deal they can do, but the the potential there of it just going full on just crazy shit. I'm I'm just frothing at the mouth and and super soaked at the the possibility of that happening. Will it happen? Who the fuck knows? Um, but I, I I certainly would you know give them more of my money if possible. Which I have not. Do you know what could be an interesting linchpin in this? Is wrestling is on the radar for Netflix, and yeah. it's indicative by the They're doing the Glow series, yeah, uh, series Glow, yeah, exactly. Glow is coming out June twenty third, obviously based on the gorgeous ladies of mm-hmm. wrestling. You know that real goofy, schlocky eighties, all female eighties organization that was. They were doing lucha before lucha was doing lucha because they were doing all kinds of weird skits backstage, yeah. way more over the top than the WWE. There was some weird uh, mysticism. There was <clears throat> obviously it was drenched in trashy sex. Watch the documentary about Glow on Netflix. I believe it's on there. But they're doing a scripted television series. Mark Maron's going to be playing Sam Sylvia. You've got Ellen Wong in it yeah, from, from um, uh, Iron uh, Fist. Pilgrim. Is Ellen Wong in Iron Fist? She was the, the Asian chick, wasn't she? Or am I thinking of a different Asian chick? I made it two fucking episodes of that shit before I checked out. <laughs> um, that show is fucking horrible. I think Allison uh, Brie is in it also. Who's super Maybe hot. that's it. Yeah, no. She was she was knives in Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. So that's just going to oh, get me to watch okay. every that's, goddamn episode, was, anyways. That was just, it's such a generic Asian name. I apologize to our Asian uh, contingency. Sorry, Buddha. 
<laughs> I took yeah. Definitely oh well, you out. can you can never mistake Buddha for Ellen Wong. All right. <laughs> well, no, but it was just such a that knives chow is in that. Oh dang! Knives chow hey, really? is a, right. yes. That makes so, me that makes me happy. That's getting watched. She's playing Jenny. Um, so well, the reason I bring that up, it would be interesting to see how this thing does. Yeah. If it does well, there's a craving for wrestling flavored programming. You have Netflix old episodes, original content with Glow. Maybe that leads to them getting into the wrestling game via new Netflix. What if they went and just did their own goddamn Fed? Can you imagine that? If Netflix went and put together a Fed, that could be pretty incredible. Interesting. Now, it would have to be different than the way that they do stuff standardly. Well, yeah. And the talent. standard way is the binge. Is the binge the, when this Glow well, yeah. series comes out, they're all going to drop at once. Yeah. When Iron Fist came out, it all dropped at once. With a pro wrestling thing, you can't really go and do all of it at once. Maybe you can drop chunks monthly. Maybe you can do four at one time. Next month, drop another four. I'm not sure how that would work because it would be different than a full scripted something. But I think there is the possibility of seeing more wrestling content on Netflix, which to me would be very, very interesting, like you and I both said, because standards and practices would just be out yeah. the fucking window. Yeah. Now, do you, for a non-Lucha entity to be on Netflix that you're proposing here, would it be a Lucha-type storyline-driven <laughs> thing, or do you want an actual um, like an NXT sort of product where it's mostly in-ring? I would prefer my type of wrestling fan. I would prefer more in ring. Okay, All right. I would prefer. I would prefer more. Let me see some actual some pro wrestling with some storyline and all that. But I don't need dragons or cats or people that disappear. Like I need. I need like I, I need like actual. It. Like I want something. Someone. I want someone grounded. If you could have both, you could definitely do both. But if I had to pick between the two, I I prefer the 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 more grounded current okay. New Japan. Uh, WWE ROH yeah. versus the the mysticism comic book stuff. That's definitely something a lot more, like you said, a lot more difficult to um, to do on a, on a platform like that where it, it's binge binge heavy. Um, you know, and, and you talk about the network. A lot of the stuff that they put on in big um, heapings at a time is stuff that's way past. You know, Raws from two thousand and two. Uh, you know, are all now on the network and stuff like that. But that. Uh, I don't know. It, it's it's different because it's already been seen uh, a decade ago, and this stuff would be would be fresh. So it would be interesting to see how they could how they could pull that off. And obviously, it's Netflix. There's no there's no restrictions on anything. They can do whatever the hell they want. They're like the WWE in that they write their own you know rules and and do whatever the hell they want because they're Netflix. They're a juggernaut. So yeah, I mean, I, I do you know that this has kind of been done already. In an extreme manner. You know who else besides Netflix and to an extent HBO has no, no standards and practices whatsoever outside of legality? Okay. And that's RedTube. <laughs> and are you familiar with Ultimate Surrender? No. Oh, shit. Here's where your day hangs a fucking hard left. And to all the 538 and beyond, welcome, friends. Subscribe to our Patreon and give Chris buckets of money for content, knowledge, and insight like this. Now, follow along What's here. this called? 
It's called Ultimate Surrender. Okay. There are, there's two different divisions. There's a women's division and there's a men's division. But much like the WWE, unlike Lucha, women are fighting women and men are fighting men. So know what you get into before you watch your divisions. Okay. (laughs) I gotcha. I'm picking up what you're putting down. There you go. Yes. Because you're going to see a whole lot of putting down. So what happens is, and I will have to go back into my podcast listening archives because I heard a comedian talking about this on another podcast. It might have been Marin's show. It might have been, might have even been on Colts. I can't recall. But Ultimate Surrender is essentially two women grappling for real, and they grapple. Like like shoot fighting? Like grappling. Not so much strikes and stuff like that, but there's a lot of good catches, catch can, a lot of good Greco-Roman, seems to be a little oh, bit of jiu-jitsu. What? Yep, nope, Chris found it. Chris <laughs> just found it. And what happens is, uh, wh- both in the women's and men's division, is... When you are victorious over your opponent after you've made them surrender, I believe you can pin someone. I also believe you can make them tap out. You can have them however you see fit. And you just sort of get to do whatever. And this comedian that I heard talking about this described one of the saddest scenes you could possibly imagine. You can actually pay and go to watch Ultimate Surrender. It's some like weird porn castle in the valley in California, which I believe I used to live like three miles from. The Reality Kings used to be my neighbors. (laughs) Really? And yeah, yeah. I used to get, you know, Brazzers block party flyers. Fan of their work. Big fan of their work. Big fan. (laughs) Brazzers. And he described it as you get to go and watch this stuff and you don't know what you're going to get to watch. You see how red my so he, right now? Oh yeah, Chris is beat red. So these dudes went in to watch this ultimate surrender match and out comes walking two dudes and like, well, we're here. We paid for the tickets. Let's go. And they start to grapple and keep in mind, none of these people were like Lesnar, NCAA, Kurt Angle, quality no, Division One no. Olympic medalists. Uh-uh. These are two people down on their luck grappling on a mat for someone else's entertainment in a weird porn castle in the valley. And he watched <clears throat> these two dudes just grapple themselves to exhaustion. One was determined the winner. And then this small Asian director sitting off camera is going, all right, fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> and... They're too tired to bang. So this guy just keeps on, come on. We gotta fuck him now. <laughs> fuck him. This is the greatest thing in the world. How did I not him. know and, about this? And it's just an audience full of people watching two exhausted gentlemen that they know that the next thing they're supposed to do is, you know, smash in front of each other, but they just they're so winded and they want to puke. So there's not an erection to be found. Right. And you have this tiny little fella, just this tiny, tiny little guy back there just yelling at him, come on, you're going to fuck him. Oh, my fuck God. Fuck him. And they, oh God, I got to find, I've got to find this podcast. I'll forward it to you. I was howling. I listened to this last year, and it just escaped me to to tell you about this. I'm disappointed but in you, honestly. I'm a little upset that you didn't tell me about this. They have entrances, they have music, they have the whole thing. Is it like porn they music? Go at it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't caught a ton of these things. You know what? I'll, 
Maybe I'll fire one I up. Mean, I mean, I, I found uh, one right here. The title, um, it's 19 minutes, 24 seconds in HD. It has gotcha. 322,045 views as of right now. Uh, 70% thumbs up. I'm not sure where that thumbs up is going. The title, There's tag team wrestling also. There's a tag team division yeah, also. The title is Losers Are Squirted On and Left for the Audience to Ridicule. Wow. Okay. There's another one, Creamed on the Mats. Oh, look who's in this one. Kelly Provocateur. This is the um, dominatrix that came into the studio and choked me out. Oh, that one. When we were off the air and no one could hear it happen. Oh, my so, God. So, look at that. That's a ton of oh, fun. Oh, they have a title? Oh. Oh, my. Sorry. <laughs> this is great. Like, they're genuinely, I'm, I'm just, like, trying to get each yeah, other. Yeah, there's strap-ons. And I, I, you know who's probably into this is, is Kinky Chris. Creepy Chris Who's probably from, uh, into this? Me. <laughs> I'll tell you who's into this. That's me. Oh, are you talking about the dude that talks a thousand miles per hour and says that he does uh, erotic photography? Yeah, the one who, uh, who what, went to Fet- FetCon. I don't ask about it. The one who went okay, to FetCon yes. and gave us the, uh, the, the program from it. Yes, yes. Thank you for your hard work. It's work no one asked you to do, but thank you for doing it. Oh, man. Boy, i tell you what you need to watch. Asian erotic wrestler takes on hot limber Savannah Fox. Chris, I'm loving the finish on this. The finish, finish? is good. I'm <laughs> loving the finish. There's, finish there's about quick. to be two finishes. That's a great finish. Oh, uh, let's take a look at Kelly Provocateurs. Again, this is Cheyenne Jewel, Kelly Provocateur, muscle wrestling kink submission. And I can't believe it. Kelly Provocateur loses the match. Spoiler alert, she loses the match. I'm not sure if she threw the match. Is the work? Is this a work? Is this a shoot? Oh, wow. Look at that. Yep, there we are. Yep, I'm going to have to watch this when everyone's at the store in a little later. There's a lot of strap-ons. Yeah. Well, there's not in the in the men's division. Uh, I haven't. I haven't. Uh, <laughs> I'm kind of just looking at, at the females How? right here. How amazing would it be if you were watching Ultimate Surrender and there's a, my God, who's that coming out of the audience and Jack Swagger signs with Ultimate Surrender. <laughs> XWWE and TNA stars actually join the Ultimate Surrender division. Oh, the, uh, man. The Federation. But yes, it's uh, it's Ultimate Surrender. Enjoy it. Do it on a work computer. Invite yeah. the whole family in to watch it with you. Whew, you just uh, <coughs> changed my... my uh, yeah. <laughs> That's some real shit right there, man. That's the real stuff. These are the federations other wrestling podcasts won't talk about. Uh, Indy. In her. In her <laughs> mm-hmm. organizations. What's the D in Indy? Look at that. Ultimate mm-hmm. Surrender. You just... Uh, yeah. Wow. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate you uh, spreading that good word to us, That's what my I friend. Do. Sounds like the Randy Orton Bray Wyatt House of Horrors match quietly no longer a title match. Yeah. Uh, sounds like they've kind of slid that out from uh, underneath of its original announcement that they're going to have a WrestleMania rematch, yeah. House of Horrors. Still don't know what that is. Yeah. But well, it sounds like a number one. Is yet. Well, <sighs> the reason I bring that up is because it sounds like at the next pay-per-view, we're going to get ourselves, this was the hot topic all week long, Jinder Mahal mm-hmm. and Randy Orton. Yeah. What were your thoughts on this past week's shocking number one contendership to the WWE title, Jinder Mahal. And, and this may shock you. What happens next may shock you. Click through. 
I'm Click I'm through. totally fine with it. Here's here's what's here's my mentality going into it. They brought Jinder back uh, a couple months ago after the brand split because they needed more talent. All right. So he was basically uh, a jobber, which is fine. Talent enhancement. That's what Kurt Hawkins is doing right now and and whatever. So he basically has just been losing matches. He got teamed up briefly with Rusev, and that was whatever it was. So then he he's in this six-pack challenge on SmackDown this past week. And if you would have ranked the order in which the likeliness of each person winning was, he would have been fifth or sixth, right? There, there's Probably n- nobody who thought Jinder Mahal would win this thing. And he wins it. He probably, he no, I think Eric Rowan may have been dead last. I mean, oh, uh, yeah, now that I think about it, yeah. As Rowan a solo performer, that. yeah, that, that probably wouldn't have. Because it was, it was Ziggler, Rowan, Harper, Jinder, Sami Zayn. Who's the, who was the sixth person? You had Raleigh. That was it, Mojo Raleigh. Mo- Mojo Raleigh, Zayn, Harper, Rowan. Yeah, he was the sixth. So I could have seen, you know, you would have thought, you would have thought maybe it was probably Zayn, Ziggler, Harper, Raleigh, uh, Mahal, Rowan. If if you just quick glance at the likeliness of their winning, Jinder Mahal steals the win, um, and I'm okay with it because it's SmackDown. Which, even though, are you okay? You're digging for fucking gold up there, buddy. Yeah, I got a fucking errant hair in my nose. <laughs> okay, right now. all right. You were just you're sorry. You can't to, see this audio format here. We you're can't going see to town on your nose. Yeah, it's a little like di- distracting me. So, it's like <laughs> mm, look away. I got I got half my hand up my fucking nose right now. Y'all see my other hands halfway up my ass because I have a real nice ingrown hair on my rim too. So we have we have split rosters. There's 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 a need for new stars to be developed. And this is something that the IWC has bitched about for years, that they keep giving the same people title shots. Well, and I'm sorry, Dolph Ziggler, Josh, that you have to hear this. If Ziggler would have won, it would have been the same thing. You're giving these same guys title shots, and you're not trying to make any new stars. You're giving Jinder Mahal a chance, who who the guy has gotten in freakishly inhuman shape which it's it's almost sickening to look at how ripped he is and I, I can't imagine how many steroids are coursing through his veins right now but you're giving the guy a shot and even though the shot is probably only because you're trying to expand into India and Jinder Mahal is Jinder Mahal and so you want uh, 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 some guy of that ethnicity towards the top ever since Kali's gone you haven't had anybody and India uh, has a lot of people and a lot of potential network subscribers and a lot of people um, who would be into that sort of thing so I think it makes perfect sense and you know Jinder has always been a fine performer so I'm curious to see, given the opportunity to perform at that level, at a headlining match on a pay-per-view, how he performs. And he's in there with Randy Orton, who is, you know, we've said it a million times, if he's into it, he'll give you a great match. And he's very technically sound. He's just not very exciting all the time until the RKO hits. That's Randy Orton in a nutshell. So I think the match could be fine technically. I'm just curious as to how... Um, I, I'm just curious to see how 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 it's going to finish. I mean, I I can't really imagine him winning. I think Randy Orton's going to keep it for a little bit, but I think he's going to have a good showing. And uh, I don't think this is the last we see of Jinder Mahal at the top. We, your your thoughts? I I saw this happen, and I thought to myself the same thing. This is spectacular because you would have never thought it. You would have never expected it. He was cannon fodder yeah. in the match. And then he goes and wins and surprises everyone. 
He's in great shape. Yeah. The only thing I don't like about his package right now, he needs a new finisher. That finisher, that that half Nelson slam, yeah. is kind of meh. I would love to get a new finisher on him. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, he can talk his ass off. Yeah. He's incredible to look at. He works great. Orton, by the way, is also, if you read some interviews him recently, Orton, prior to that match, has praised him. him. He's a big fan of his, yeah. so I have a feeling that when we do see these two go at it, we're not going to get a good match. We're going to get a great match out of these two. And I would not put it past them to have Jinder win the damn thing. Think so? If they're trying to mix it up a little bit, Orton has done it countless times over and over and over again. If you're going to develop a new star, this guy could be one of the biggest stories coming out of the 2017 post-WrestleMania WWE environment that you've got an Indo-Canadian Right. champion in Jinder Mahal surrounded by the Bollywood boys. Yeah, so he's got himself that. a little bit of a stable too. Yep. India is one of the most massive markets in the world. I mean, as evidenced by Impact years ago, tried to have a second uh, property called Ringka King. Oh, that I They tried to get that. off the ground there. Ringka King in India, they tried to do a second version yeah. of Impact over there because smart businessmen know that that market's so massive yeah. that... Having gender the champion would not lose American fans. No. Having gender as champion would gain yeah. Indian fans. Yeah. He's let's talk about his shape, by the way. He's in incredible shape. His traps are and you know what? like off putting. They're 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 like two muffins balanced on his shoulders. <laughs> and I'll say this, and it's controversial, and I don't care. Juice it up. I hope he's on steroids. Juice it up. I want him to be. Juice this isn't athletics right it's an athletic endeavor but this is an mlb this is an nhl right. this yeah. is an nfl this is a pre-scripted entertainment product centered around wink professional wrestling right if i drug tested my federation and you're not on steroids you're fucking fired all right <laughs> i want the fucking drink girls in the crowd i want the pretzel vendor i want the timekeeper to look like goddamn bobby lashley when he's 22 <laughs> years old i want them juiced to the gills. Yeah. Now, not detrimentally to where they freak out right. and they murder a bunch of people inside of a golden corral, but <laughs> I want them to be super jacked. And Jinder is in the most incredible shape of his life. He's terrifying to look at. I'm intimidated by him physically. I think it's nothing but an upside. And goddamn everybody online, this, this again, it's one of the reasons that I feel like you dropped the Moab on the wrong part of the fucking world, United States military. You should have hit it on Raw after WrestleMania and eliminated <laughs> 99% of wrestling, Smark. That the same people, as you accurately pointed out, bitching it's the same people, it's the same people, it's the yeah. same people, are also bitching, Yeah. oh my God, how could it be gender? How could it be gender? How could it be gender? Nothing will make them happy. No. Nothing will make them happy. And I know that the the... So Bray's booked like garbage for yeah. years. Mm-hmm. Finally gets the title, greatest thing ever. Jinder's booked like garbage for years in line with the title. Same people are saying, well, it doesn't make any sense. He's been losing for years. Look at fucking Bray Wyatt, you bunch of morons. This same <laughs> shit happened for years to that same golden, muttering, fucking dreadlocked, chubbin' swamp god of yours that you shoved your entire fucking cheese-powdered-laden fist up your parents' basement's asshole when he finally got the strap. Right. Because this dude, though, on the other hand, he goes and gets in line, not even for the title, not to even get the title. He's just in line for the title. Doesn't even have the gold yet. And it's this fucking atrocity that you can't believe. Wrestling fans are the literally the shittiest thing about wrestling. 
I cannot think of another medium or interest sports, comic, movies, bands mm. that have a shittier hardcore fan base than wrestling. Comic book Name fans another- are probably close. I do. I don't. I, I. I bet wrestling fans top them. Probably no, they do. But fans, I think I think comic book fans, you know, I bet especially when it comes to movie adaptations swill. of said comic oh, book yeah. stories, like when they announced yesterday, Fox did that the next X Men movie is confirmed to be the Dark Phoenix saga. All these nerds online are like, "Well, they're not going to do it right. They already did it on the last stand, and they botched it there. And it has to be super fuck off. Just let them make the movies and enjoy it, man. Just watch them. You don't. You don't." You have nothing to do with any of it. You're just, you You consume. You bunch yeah. of fucking locusts. And here's this dude that he gets brought back, gets brought back and does his damnedest yeah. to make the best of his opportunity. Now you think about it too, we've now got all three former members it's of true. the three-man band it's true. back in the WWE, all on a different level. Slater reinvented himself. McIntyre, outside of... The WWE reinvented himself. Now he's back, and let's see what he does in NXT. Yeah. Now you got Ginger looking like a fucking monster. Could you imagine if they got together again and turned into this new fucking nightmare stable at some point? Like, oh my God, these guys are actually really intimidating to be around. Like, they were jokes years ago, yeah. and now they're badasses. Will it ever happen? Nah. Definitely not. But I, I love that we got someone new floating near the top. You can't make new stars Unless you make new stars. Yeah. And that's what they did. And I'm very happy about it. Yeah. And we we have uh, an OG 538 in India. I think uh, Rohan is his name. And I'm pro- probably uh, botching the name. But I'm curious to see. Uh, comment on Facebook. What you think about this being from uh, India? Um, and, you know, that's that whole thing. Because, like you said, there's a, there's a boatload of potential um, new monies over there to, to gain. And uh, 1.2 Billion, billion people. Yeah. Billion with a fucking B. So, Rohan, okay? I'm looking at you. Roughhouse in your house, New Delhi, okay? <laughs> Roughhouse in your house, New Delhi. Um, let's say how many how many rupees for a donation to do this? <laughs> I don't know the conversion rate. How many oh god damn it, what's the rupee to the American dollar here? Hold on, I'm gonna fuck this up and you and I are gonna fly halfway around the planet for thirteen dollars. Yeah, probably. Um Let's see what we got here. Rupee to dollar. Right now, let's just see. Ooh, it's not good. Ooh, it's not good at all. Ooh, it's 0.015%. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, let's try great. this here. It was it was doing better in 2013. It is sucking wind now. Mm, so let's say it would take a it would take us a thousand dollars. Okay. To get us over there, all right, airfare, hotel. We'll stay with you, Rohan. Okay. Um it's going to cost you, I'm going to round it up. It's going to cost you 65,000 rupees. That's it. Okay? That's it. 65,000 rupees. Dropping the Very pot. affordable. Okay, that's per, per, per person, by the way, per person. <laughs> uh, so it's 65 grand for Chris, 65 grand for me. That balances out to be about 1,000 bucks U.S. cash. I'll, gi- I'll, give, up, I'll, give, up, uh, I'll give up steak for, for a month, too. How about that? Let's sweeten the pot yes. a little bit. You guys, also, you guys love your cows. Have, I'll, 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 I'll lay off the cow. No burgers for me for a month. I promise you, Chris will not eat anything you hold near and dear to you <laughs> while you're there. All right. I'll ride an elephant. Um, do we have any Japanese listeners? Because I'll fucking fly there for free. I'll do it on the house. Right. I'll, I'll do that. I'm not sure about that. Not yet. We haven't expanded. 110,000 Japanese yen. 110,000 Japanese yen to get Kristoff over there. <laughs> Did you hear, we were talking about Bray Wyatt. 
Did you hear about um, the rumblings of him being unhappy uh, verbally backstage with his current position and how he's been booked? This was something that really? kind of came out last week. Um, again, rumors and conjecture on on the uh, online dirt sheets and whatever. But him voicing his um, uh, displeasure with how he's been booked and how short his title reign was. He was under the impression that he was going to hold the strap for a bit of time. And it, it did not happen, clearly, with the spooky, terrible WrestleMania match that they had and whatever this House of Horrors things goes on to. And now he's on Raw without – he's alone. He doesn't have why um he doesn't have Harper, he doesn't have Rowan. Uh Strowman's off doing his own amazing things. So you got Bray Wyatt on his own going from being the WWE champion and then 3 months later to just probably floating around the mid card after this Randy Orton thing is done again. Yeah, I'm reading a little something here. It says that he was uh, very invested in the lead up to his match with Randy Orton at WrestleMania. He knew that the match was not as again rumor conjecture online scuttlebutt was not unha- was not was unhappy with how the match played out, but hoped to continue the storyline where there would be a culmination at SummerSlam. And now, because of the superstar shakeup, feels like the storyline has been abandoned and he has been left adrift. Yeah, which that's valid. Uh- now, could this be could this be the possibility of? Them, hopefully, fingers crossed, rumors are starting to bubble up that the broken gimmicks are going to be coming back to the Hardys because right right now they're doing their fucking nostalgia gimmick. It's dull as tits. People wanting them back for the broken stuff. So if they get that broken stuff, which they're going to work out, will happen. Yeah. Come on. The WWE's lawyers against Impact's lawyers get the fuck out of here. It's going to happen. I mean, yeah, but. I don't. I'm not. I would not. I would not guarantee that. Don't. Don't fucking promise that it'll happen. I I think it will. No, because the WWE. They, I mean, the, the 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 reason Bully Ray was as popular as he was, not to a hearty, like like we, not to a broken hearty extent. We talked about this on the last podcast. wasn't because he was doing Bubba Ray Dudley and the Dudley Boys stuff in Impact. It's because he was doing Bully Ray, mm-hmm. and they were doing Aces and Eights and some other type of shit. I know some people roll their eyes at Aces and Eights, but it was a For freshening a time, up of it what was, he did. Yeah. Um, the, the Hardys, the WWE, loves having people do what they used to do in the WWE. So I think for this they'd make they, an exception. I think they see I dollar they signs. Do. I think you know. I pray they do. They want that delete, delete, delete shirt with the WWE shop logo at the bottom. That's what they want. Oh my god! I'm fucking yeah, buying make... one. Are you kidding me? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I would hope. I hope that they're smart enough to get it. The smart move is to get the delete stuff yeah. back. The history of the WWE does not lead me to, to think that they well, will, un, you know, uh, guaranteed do that. No, if, it's if, probably if, not a guarantee, but I have a, I have a hunch that it will happen. We have a better we have a better chance of them bringing in a gimmick that they came up with in the past versus one assigned to you or that is nostalgia from the WWE. Because if they do, I feel like you could get Bray and Broken Matt. That could be the feud leading into summer because I'd of them that. basically trying to have the Wyatts do the deleted shit mm-hmm. with the Wyatt family compound after they did the final deletion. I mean, the, yeah. the, the Wyatts were kind of tried to be briefly poorly retrofitted as the WWE's version of the Broken Universe. Maybe you could finally have those two super groups, Wyatt and whoever he decides to have a family with, if at all, versus the Broken Matt, brother, Nero, maybe even Rebby and the rest of the uh, accompanying cast of characters. I, if I'm Bray, that is the light at the end of the tunnel for me if it's not a title thing. 
Yeah, no, I, I think I think that there's smart money in a feud between the two of them, and I think maybe this is an opportunity to maybe um, steal and re-gimmick Sanity to maybe be the new Wyatt family if they're not going to come up and battle a Wyatt family because there is no Wyatt family right now. It's just Bray. Um, they're kind of doing a similar sort of thing, not as backwoodsy, but kind of the, the crazy uh, gimmick down in NXT with Sanity. Um, and I don't know... If if Eric Young and um, Bray Wyatt can coexist in 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 the same thing, but I think uh, Killian Dane and the other um, uh, the other guys, Alexander, Alexander Wolf. Wolf, yeah, that guy um, could be a good part of of a new Wyatt family to 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 move forward. We we got we okay. Let's talk about sanity real quick. <clears throat> Killian Dane looks like 2017's Mantar. <laughs> Someone's got to fucking read. He's a big, hairy, short, squat, goofy looking dude. Yeah. And he scares me more than Alexander Wolf, who looks like he's overcoming some sort of illness. (laughs) Alexander Wolf looks like he's going through some shit that people did a fundraiser to help cure him of. Right. I'm not sure if he's an albino, but all I know is that I look like I've got a tan compared to him. I mean, look up Alexander Wolf and really take a step back and look at Alexander Wolf for a second. He's he's a sickly albino with gap teeth. It's like his make a wish was to be in a, a faction in NXT. Nothing, nothing <laughs> about sanity outside of Eric Young, who I love, and Nikki Cross has some upside. I'm glad they got rid of Sawyer Fulton. I never had anything. Yeah, nothing. He never moved the needle with me. Sanity does nothing for me. I think sanity is to me. It's like the core. It's like I don't know if the it's bad, union. Bad. It's it ain't that good. I mean, there ain't. It's it's the only real faction in NXT. So it's the only cut of beef in a land with no meat. When you're looking at okay, who's the factions in NXT? Right. Really, sanity's it. And Eric Young is great, and he's a great centerpiece. And mm-hmm. I love his raspy voice. But I really take a long look at Alexander Wolf. I'm like, yeah, he. I ain't scared of Alexander Wolf. I don't really want to be scared of people. I'm worried that that Killian Dane is gonna f- fucking eat that last slice of pizza without asking anybody. I'm I'm not I'm not into Dane. He, he can he go? Yes. He sort of looks like another Bull Dempsey, but I sort of preferred Bull Dempsey. You know what he reminds me of. He reminds me of if Phil Anselmo ate <laughs> Phil Anselmo when he was in Super Joint Ritual. Oh, Look at Killian Dane and say that man, that man is Phil Anselmo from from Super Joint Ritual. Now he's a big, fat, flying fast guy. Mm-hmm. You gotta give him different bottoms. That weird wolf loincloth thing that yeah, fur thing you got that from a fucking costume shop i mean you didn't even try with that that looks like you grabbed that out of a not stealing from something to wrestle with a box of gimmicks it looks like someone had a had a trunk in the back and said go right we got a part of the barbarian left his old shit here you want to sure. put this on would they be great under bray yes but you'd have to really clean them up Okay. You have to do something. I, you have to do something with them. All right. Um, maybe, you know what? Maybe you just grab Eric Young and Nikki 
And good luck, Killian. Happy trial at Trails Alexander. Just take the best part. Cherry pick the best part of those yeah. things. And you've got yourself a great little psychopath in Nikki, who I think she is, she's yeah, gotten nothing of but better and better. And Eric Young, he's got the beard, crazy, fucking mm-hmm. insane man thing going on. And you could have a new Wyatt family. And I don't know, maybe a fourth person that I don't see yet. Maybe, maybe how about our friend Dilly, Dylan Miles? How about that yeah. guy? Bring him in as the new Braun Strowman muscle in there. And then you've got yourself a new stable. Um, Did you hear the rumor that um, Brock Lesnar saw Dylan Miley or Miles, whatever his name is, work uh, at an NXT show and then flew to Florida to to train with him? Really? Yeah. No. Yeah, I saw that come out this past week, too, that Brock Lesnar was really impressed with Dylan Miley or Miles. Maybe I'm saying Miley because of Wade Miley, the Orioles pitcher. I'm not sure that guy's fucking name. Yeah, Dylan, Dylan, am I saying Dylan Miley, Dylan Mile, whatever it was? I don't know his name. He is, he's, he's just absolutely beautiful. Um, I really have high hopes for Dylan Mile. Um, yeah, it would take, I, I, if they're going to do a broken gimmick it's versus Miley. Wyatt. Dylan Miley. Is it Miley? Okay, Dylan Miley Cyrus. Dylan yeah. Miley. Um, Oh, yeah. You know what? Actually, I'm reading the thing. It's actually a story from a couple of years ago. Oh, is it? Um, okay, never mind. Yeah, Brock Somebody Lesnar just reposted with NXT it wrestler. Yeah, 2015. Okay. He's, uh, he's, he's pretty impressed with him. But, hey, that still speaks to this guy's talent and this guy's ability. Yeah. And he's, you know, a big, scary-looking guy. There's good, there's, there's good stuff to be found in NXT that you can be cherry-picked and created into a new Wyatt family. I'm hoping they do that. I would love for the pieces to fall in place. They get the deleted gimmick. They get another family around them. They get to do Bray, Matt, and all of their different soldiers. So that's him. Who does that? Who does that remind you of? I'm looking at a picture of Dylan Miley. Dylan right Miley. Now. Who does that? I, um, I see Bruno San Martino. Yeah, I do. Yeah, nice big jaw. Yeah, I could see that too. He yeah. kind of looks like Bruno. He's kind of got the 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 way the body, um, you know, big shoulders, and then kind of slims down. I, he looks a lot like Bruno San Martino to me. I think that could be. I think he's got an uh you know a good future and yeah i think he could work uh in a wyatt family sort of thing what else happened? did you get a chance to see him grab his grab his uh former tag team partner's face and just no, slam it into the I ground repeatedly? NXT in like a month and a half so goddamn scary so damn scary what else happened on raw i don't even remember raw oh uh, you had a fucking ring explode oh that's um, right that happened yeah you had another superplex which you know what you do that every six years i'm all in on it yeah i love it I love that sort of shit. It made sense storyline wise, you know, the the two big men fighting each other. You know, Big Show calling him out for tossing Kalisto into a fucking trash can. Oh which my was god, hysterical! And now they're getting a I dumpster match this week. A dumpster match. Get the shit out of here. I love that that they're going to be doing a dumpster match with the biggest dude and the smallest dude yeah. on the roster. I'm all in. That's I love that. That's Guy versus quick. Hagar from Final Fight. Can't yes. wait to see that. <laughs> Give him a lead pipe. Yes, give them uh, a, a like a random chicken appears, and all yeah. of a sudden one of them eats it in his full strength again and is ready to go for another sixty minutes. <laughs> also, you had uh, the unfortunate passing of Rosie. Oh, yeah. one half a three minute warning. Mm-hmm. Um, and the superhero that, uh, training. Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is uh, brother. brother. So I, I have to wonder if when when Roman comes back from this, it's going to you know be a little bit. He's Selling the angle that he did with Braun, where he got speed up. Plus, he's taking some time to mourn with his family. Right. I kind of have to wonder if they're gonna um, 
if the crowds are going to be a little softer on Roman when he returns? Is there going to be a little bit of a sympathy? Like, hey, know. we know you're going through some stuff right now. You're an extra special piece level of, of scum fuck wrestling fam. Uh-huh. You're an extra special piece of shit. If you can't separate uh, oh. Roman losing a brother from this, all right, you're... Oh, God damn, I hope something fucking horrible happens to you. Okay, yes, you're correct, and I agree with you. However, that his brother passing isn't going to play into the character he's playing on TV. So I don't think that the fans are going to cut him any slack. Yeah, but the fans have just decided to continue to hate them. Because right now, it's the fucking soup du jour over at the D&D table in the lunchroom where everyone's picking fucking Fritos out of their headgear that it's sweet to hate Roman Reigns. So I'm hoping that passing the rest of the asthmatic Andes over there, posting on fucking 4chan with all their Becky Lynch erotic fan fiction, can take a break just for a second and be like, all right, you're dealing with some stuff. So how about, how about we, we, let's all start over. Let's all start over here for a second. Now, I'm not going to say I'm going to fucking love you, but I'm not going to go and get a Roman sucks chant going on because I want everyone's fucking attention on me. Right. I, uh, I'm, I'm hoping when he does return, crowds give him a little bit of a, give him a reset. Give him a reset on something. Now, let me ask you this. Would you rather see him return this week um, still a little banged up, but but there, or would you rather not see him until their match at Backlash? Yeah, let it wait. I don't want to see him till then. Let okay. him take his time. Let him take his time. Really, if you're going to sell this ass whooping, sell this ass whooping. Right. Really sell it. Really sell it. Let him recharge. Let people let people miss him a little bit. Yeah. Let them miss hating him. Just let them miss him a little bit. I mean, you tipped a fucking... Uh, 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 ambulance over. Yeah. I mean, God damn it, man. Let that let that sit a little bit. That wasn't like you got hit in the head with a trash can. You were inside of a fucking vehicle that had a weird kaiju shaped like <laughs> a member of a fucking lumberjack community in the Adirondack. Tip over on you. Yeah. Give him a second. Really let him let him sell this thing and then let him come back and hopefully we'll get a little bit more of post-mania Roman and not post-post-mania Roman where yeah. he's respectful towards the big dog and all that. Well, no, that's I, done I now. Need... I think they had to get that out of the way. So I think now maybe he just goes on, he comes back, and is just the ass kicker that he's really been built and bred to be. You know, if, if, if he's in there kicking ass and is not talking much, that makes it a lot easier to get, to get behind the guy and a lot harder to hate him. Mm. I love three-minute warning, by the way. You remember them? Vaguely, I more remember his stint with uh, Hurricane than I do Three Minute Warning. Dude, Three Minute Warning was the absolute shit. Three Minute Warning, you'd have Raw General Manager Eric Bischoff. Eric Bischoff would muscle, come right? down there. Yes, he were the muscle, and he would like interrupt. I loved it. He would interrupt matches. I loved it when fuck Eric Bischoff was a great general manager. He would come down, and you'd have matches like. Sean Stasiak or D'Lo Brown mm-hmm. or other undercard guys that just were not entertaining. And they'd stop the match. And they had three minutes to either make the match entertaining or they had to wrap it up in three minutes. And if they didn't, they sent down three-minute warning. And three-minute warning would murder them. It was just, it was this ass-whooping that you almost wanted them to stop. And who was the other guy? Three-minute warning. It was uh, it was Jamal and Rosie. Who was Jamal? Uh, 
It was Eddie Fatu. Oh, it was Umaga, uh, right? Yeah, Umaga. That's right. It was Umaga. Yeah, what yeah. am I saying? Yeah, it was Umaga. It was Umaga. Before Umaga. And, uh, and Rosie. And just, I can't believe, three-minute warning, they're, they're, they've both passed on. They yeah. were, God, they were so fucking good. Haku was involved with them. We did something with Rico. But when they were Eric Bischoff's right and left-hand men, oh, they were just so good. The definition of really good enforcers. Yeah, and you know, when anybody when any wrestler dies, um, you know, it it sucks. And I don't think this is actually kind of a rare case where it doesn't seem like the wrestling business was behind his death. You know, he had heart problems, he had weight fluctuation problems, but that's not, you know, it wasn't concussion issues, it wasn't, you know, um, uh, pain pill abuse or substance abuse or anything like that. It seemed like it was just kind of normal health problems um, that ended up um, ending him, which is, you know, still a bummer. But, you know, if you're looking at it from the wrestling industry point of view, it's kind of like a, phew, we didn't do this one. Yeah, this was not on us this time, so. <laughs> you know? Still a shame he passes away because I believe it was heart failure. Yeah. Um, Christoph, how do you die? Uh, probably similarly, especially after a day like yesterday. Because I didn't tell you this. After uh, after I left you, um, I went. My, my wife was meeting some of her friends for one of her friend's birthday dinners at the Iron Rooster in Hunt Valley. So I, I joined them. Um, and then I got uh, one of their homemade Pop-Tarts and a, uh, and a, and a shot of Grand Marnier. And that was my... My post, my post, uh, my post Justin meeting, um, snacks. I felt like shit last night. You got a huge roof shingle sized pop tart and I've had those things. before. Yeah. Brown sugar cinnamon. They're huge. Oh, you got to, they make those now. Yeah. Brown sugar cinnamon ones. Cause they only had the one that was like the wild berry flavor yeah. and it sucked. The brown sugar cinnamon were gr- I love that just as a standard pop tart. Yeah. It was, I it mean, was for amazing. me, it goes s'mores, brown sugar cinnamon, right. and then everything else. Uh, and and an orange liqueur. Yeah, I love Grand Marnier. I, I got there. I love Grand Marnier too. And everybody was ordering food, and I'm like, I'll just take a Grand Marnier neat. <laughs> and so oh. I just, I kind of, I kind of sip, I, I sip on it. I like to sip on it though. I just take little baby sips and enjoy it. Um, because it was a twelve dollar drink. Grand Mon- a Grand Marnier for dipping. A twelve dollar <laughs> glass of Grand Marnier. For and it dipping. was maybe you know a, a normal size shot, but it's Grand Marnier, so they upcharge the shit out of it. It was delicious. And the pop tart was delicious, but man, did I feel like shit last night? God, yeah, you got a gut full of buffalo wild wings. Mm-hmm. You've got your the inside of your stomach had to look like fucking Cherno Alpha's cockpit when the goddamn thing was collapsing after it had been <clears throat> sprayed with kaiju cum, yeah. and they held the goddamn head underwater, and the water just started flooding, and you saw the Russian pilot scream while her helmet was still strapped to her. That was happening in your stomach last night. Yeah. It was a 40-man battle royal in my intestines. It did not go well. I woke up at 3.30 yeah. in the morning because I heard the rumble. Ooh. And then I spent like a half hour because it was one of the – it was like painful. Like I would shit and then I'd be like, okay, I'm done. I'm like, blah, 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 no. And it would like – it would Ooh. hurt. It hurt the, my stomach yeah, and then I'm my butthole. That. These days I'm getting, I'm, getting, I'm getting old to the level that I will take a shit <clears throat> and then I will take – another shit because the fart afterwards I don't trust I'm like <laughs> I gotta go back in there and I'm yeah. telling you what more often than not I'm glad I trusted my instincts yeah cause uh, like you said I get a little, little what do they call that buckshot shit yeah the buckshot diarrhea buckshot diarrhea yeah cha 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 yeah just how, blam how do you uh, how do you kick the bucket if if it if it 
you know what I'm saying. Oh yeah, how do I? How 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 do I? How if do it's I? not to your um, own doing, probably choked to death on Randy Orton's dick. <laughs> <laughs> the roughhouse podcast is a weekly podcast featuring one guy whose radio dreams came true and another guy who failed miserably at being a successful broadcaster follow us at roughhouse sgw on twitter and facebook.com slash the roughhouse podcast become a donor to the roughhouse at patreon.com slash the roughhouse podcast and check out our videos at youtube.com backslash channel backslash capital u c e g j 2 1 n lowercase w capital g lowercase k capital p m lowercase l capital d n 7 lowercase c 3 lowercase r lowercase f u v q this is the, the Rough, House, Rough Pod. House uh podcast with Justin and Christoph. That's it. Fuck Christoph. He's terrible with his information. Okay. Hey, this is The Rock. Shut your mouth, jabronis, and listen up, because this is the Rough House podcast with Justin and my least favorite man on the planet, Christoph. The preceding presentation was brought to you by the Realm Network.